Coming up on this Friday before Christmas, we've got full details on Hoosier's new sprint car tires. We spotlight some new Dirtly Metal content creators and more. Let's go. It's Friday, December 23rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. One of the news items to come out of PRI that I think got lost in the mix a bit was the changes coming to sprint car tires from Hoosier for 2023. We mentioned it briefly on that Friday show, but now, thanks to a release from Hoosier, we have more details on their plans. As we knew, they're going to a single left rear tire for all classes, what they are calling the D12A. It is, quote, a hybrid construction between the previous RD12 and H12 left rears. The shoulders have a new tread pattern. Hopefully that will reduce chunking and blistering. The new sprint car right rear will be offered in two compounds with the new D15A replacing the current H15 and being slightly firmer. The medium compound is remaining the same and then sprint car tires for the front axle are also remaining unchanged. I'd heard there were question marks about when these new tires would both be available and mandated by series and tracks, but Hoosier's Neil Kalman said in the release that all January and February sprint car racing will continue on the existing tires that will aid dealers and teams in using up their remaining stock. He said they'll work with tracks and series in the coming weeks to put together a plan to phase in the new tires. Dirt racing tires have been a pretty big issue the last few seasons. Manufacturers have been hamstrung by the supply chain and labor shortages, which has then kind of spiraled into other problems. Prices continue to rise. Rico Abler actually mentioned the other night on David Gravelstream, another price hike is coming and quality has been a problem. Hopefully these changes on the sprint car side, along with the already announced consolidated dirt lay model tires, will resolve some of these problems and get us back to a place where tires aren't nearly such a big issue and a big talking, uh, talking point. It'll be interesting to see how this affects the teams and competition once the rollout happens. Uh, if you want, you can read the full release from Hoosier over at HoosierTire.com news. Uh, back after World Finals, I did an episode of The Daily where I talked about the big dirt lay model industry blind spot that I noticed at the event. If you might remember, the thumbnail said they don't get it on it. Actually, you can see it on the screen right now. My observation from that weekend was the lack of content being created around the late models, especially when you got to see it compared to the sprint cars. In the sprint car pit, there were video cameras and cell phones everywhere capturing photos and videos for social. But that same thing was not happening down in the late model pits. In the weeks since that video, though, there have been a few notable changes to the dirt late model social media landscape, and I wanted to spotlight a couple things today. I had previously mentioned Jason Fager's YouTube channel, but I'll call it out uh, again here today. They started in September and have since posted 16 videos around Fager's race, including plenty of behind the scenes stuff and even some commentary. Their most recent videos are from their trip to the Dome. I think if you gave me a list of drivers to potentially try out vlogging in 2022, I'm not sure Jason Fager would have been high on that list, but I really like what these guys are doing. They're currently approaching 1,500 subscribers on that channel. Another new addition is JCM Motorsports. They posted their first video um, here not that long ago. Uh, they've got uh, quite a few so far, they, but they've really ramped it up here uh, in the last uh, couple of weeks, maybe month. Uh, they posted some videos with some onboard footage. They had a couple of behind the scenes videos like vlog style from the Dome as well. They've got driver Will Harrington also doing solid work like Fager, and they definitely deserve a, a lot more than the 171 subscribers they have currently. And the final new Dirt Lay Metal channel I wanted to point out and one I've really been enjoying is Brandon Shepherds. 
Four videos so far, including a recap of Sonoya, their chassis reveal for 2023. They did a vlog from night one at the Dome, and then just here uh, within the last 12 hours, uh, posted a uh, tour of the Anheuser-Busch factory in St. Louis. That obviously happened when they were at the Dome. I feel like I've learned more about Bishop and saw more of his personality from these few videos than I did in the last several seasons of watching him race. He and his team are doing a great job with these, and I hope they continue. I'm very much all in on this new version of B-Shep back out on his own. Uh, this channel right now has less than a little less than 1,500 subscribers, but I'm sure it will grow quickly. They've had uh, actually quite a few views on some of these videos already. Big kudos to all of these teams for making the investment and getting started. It will definitely pay dividends down the road. If you want to get in early on these videos, I've added all three pages to the channels tab uh, over on the Dirt Tracker channel. If you go to youtube.com slash Dirt Tracker, uh, there is a channels tab at the top. If you click on that, I think there's 26 dirt racing channels there now. So lots of stuff to check out uh, if you are looking to find other dirt racing channels. Uh, there have been some new paint schemes floating around on social media here in the last couple of days. So I wanted to share a couple of them if you haven't seen these. The first one is Bobby Pierce's uh, look to start 2023. Sharp looking ride here. Uh, we will see him for the first time at the Wild West shootout coming up here at the beginning of January. Remember, Pierce is switching to Longhorn chassis for next season. The other paint scheme I wanted to share uh, is the Vermeer Motorsports 55. This is the car that Hunter Schoenberg drives. Uh, and owner Tony Vermeer says we'll see them in February, which I'm assuming means for those early season All-Star shows down south. Schoenberg ended up fifth in the All-Star standings for 2022 with four wins. The All-Star season kicks off February 3rd at Sonoya. Following the loss of Rick Eshelman earlier this year, the World of Outlaws Late Model Series closed out the season with names like Ben Shelton, Ruben Morales, Brent Emmerich, and James Essex in the booth. But for 2023, they were obviously going to need a permanent solution, and we found out yesterday who that will be. The series went ahead and named Ruben Morales its full-time announcer going forward, and that just feels like the right choice to me. Ruben had done pit reporting in the past for the series. He's been the Summer Nationals voice for the last several seasons. And I think he'll be able to dive right in when the season opens next month at Volusia. You won't even skip a beat here. He'll be joined on the broadcast and on the PA system by returning pit reporter Hannah Newhouse. Ruben is from New Mexico. He honed his craft uh, on tracks, uh, on the mic at tracks like El Paso Speedway Park and New Mexico Speedway. And Rick Eshelman actually helped Ruben get the Summer Nationals gig several years ago. So congrats to Ruben on the new gig. I think he'll do a really great job. Uh, I've got another round of shop photos for you today. The first couple here are from Brent Larson's new shop in Minnesota. This place uh, looks super nice. Brent is a regular with the World of Outlaws Light Metal Series, and these were shared on his team's Twitter account a few days ago. Plenty of room in there for the toter inside, which obviously you'll need in Minnesota uh, in these winter months, uh, plus all of the cars and equipment. Sweet looking new digs for the B1 Bomber. Hat tip dirt track lover on Twitter for pointing these out to me. Uh, my next photo is from West Virginia racer Garrett Mitchell. Uh, this is their spike chassis midget with a Chevy Gertie engine in their shop. They race at uh, Ohio Valley Speedway. They travel periodically uh, to some places like Indiana, Pennsylvania. And he, uh, his dad, Greg, were also here just recently at the Junior Knepper 55 at DuCoin. Uh, that was last weekend. Thanks to Garrett for this photo. And then my last fo uh, photos for you today are from the boss man with the Lucas Oil Lay Model Dirt Series. Rick, uh, Rick Schwally sent me these from uh, both inside and outside their shop there in Batavia, Ohio. Looks like they've got everything cleaned up uh, and ready to go here for the season. They'll be back on track here in just about a month uh, when the 2023 Lucas season kicks off at Golden Isles down in Georgia. Uh, thanks, Rick, for the photos. Uh, if you want to share your shop photos this offseason, feel free to DM them uh, to me on social media. You can do that on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or you can email them to me over at info at uh, For the next two days, 
Just Flow Racing 24-7, Dirt Vision now on the streaming schedule. Uh, but check out Clayperview coming up. Uh, they've got a couple of races. Uh, they got racing from Perth and Murray Bridge over the weekend. That Perth show is featuring Tyler Courtney, Brock Zierfoss, and Corey Eliason up against the Aussie regulars. And Murray Bridge has names like Jamie Veal, Lockie McHugh, Jock Goodyear, and Chase Randall. To see the full daily streaming schedule, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. All right, that's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Christmas weekend or whatever holiday you are celebrating right now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back here on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.